Hey, what's up, everybody? It is Sunday, April 30th, 2023, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Now Mind You podcast. This is episode 65, Combat. I'm TJ. I'm Matt. I'm Bryce. We all in here, three together again, doing what mm-hmm. it do. There will be some spoilers up ahead, but spoilers for what, you may ask? Well, let me tell you. UFC Fight Night, Song versus Simone, right? This was, of course, at the Vegas Apex Arena, right? So usually where they, they hold quite a few of their fight nights. So it wasn't like a giant crowd, not the biggest octagon, but it was still a good time. Top of the mm-hmm. Dome, uh, this is a fun card. What y'all think? Like, Top of the Dome, like, without getting into the specifics. Yeah, I thought it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I thought all the fights were exciting. I thought all the action was good. Um. It was it was actually one of those fights where I was like, damn, I wish they would have been able to have had us in an arena. Yeah, it, it had that energy um, for quite a few of them. Even the ones that went to decision, it wasn't controversial. It was mm-hmm. like, damn, that was entertaining as fuck. And whoever won deserved that win. There were no there was no off brand decisions. Um, there may there may be like one yeah, stoppage like- that might be a little controversial. Uh, which we'll get into, but even then, when you look at the footage, it was like, okay, okay. Um, Bryce, you were gonna say something, sir? I felt like this was uh one of the one like if this is this felt like a car where we weren't looking at some of the refs or some of the judges funny, right? Yeah, know? and there have been quite a few of those recently too, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but with that, what do we have for you on the Song versus Simone main card? We have. At welterweight, Quinlan versus Waters. At heavyweight, we have Rogerio de Lima versus Cortez Acosta. Uh, at featherweight, we have Erosa versus Padilla. At middleweight, we have Viera versus Brundage. At middleweight, we have Bojalio versus Oleksaychuk. Man, <laughs> these names, bro. <laughs> at, at, at the main event, we had at Bantamweight, Song versus Simone. Uh, I just want to say shout out to us seeing quite a few of these names before and for covering some of these guys careers up to this point because mm-hmm. let me tell you something this takes practice anyway with that uh, I'm going to switch it over to Bryce who will take us into our welterweight opener go Let's ahead go. Bryce so we uh, we opened up uh, with a welterweight fight with Josh Ushido Quinlan which is a good ass name it was hard mm-hmm. I say the Braves were on point a little, a little, a little, they looked a little savage. I like that, like going into the fight. And of course, Trey the Truth Waters, who is tall as shit. It's not fair. I'm That's sorry. not fair, clearly. Sorry. This fight, we see that. Uh, they sorry. were both coming off of a win. And uh, they got in there. They went the whole three rounds, and Trey got the got the win by decision. Um, looking at the looking at the fight, um, it's just Trey was just outpacing them. Uh, the hmm. the judges talked a lot about Trey's height, and that just that really took it took into account into this fight with Trey just landing blows and getting past the guard. Um, even on the scoreboard, looking at it, uh, Josh Quinlan out of total strikes, Josh had fifty out of one hundred and twenty eight. Trey had one hundred and six out of two hundred five. Significant strikes out of one hundred twenty eight. Trey's one hundred four to two hundred three. Even takedowns. At least Trey got half of his with uh, one out of two. And Josh couldn't make uh put the distance with one out of eight. So um yeah, this was uh this was a good decided factor. Um it turns out Trey was coming off of the um 
the uh condent the contender series as well, I want to say. Uh with a loss to Gabriel uh Bond film. That is a wild ass last name. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um he got he got uh went off of Jalen Fuller after that in April the fourteenth, and now he's got a win against Josh Quinlan. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what comes after this. Uh, pretty sure he seemed pretty happy after the win. Pretty confident. Um, yeah, that that height. I feel like that height could definitely make him a a, a big threat in the welterweight uh, division. I can't picture anybody of that stature. Um, even even like you know, if he takes advantage of his height, you know, that would be interesting against somebody like Kobe or Bilal, where they gotta, you know, they gotta they gotta reach this motherfucker to get him to the ground. So, um, overall. I thought it was a good fight. Um, good, good on, uh, good on Trey the Truth Waters. Good ass nick nickname too. I love that. Um, I'm gonna pass it over to Matt. What you think, sir? Um, look, man, Trey was letting them hands go. That jab was the whole story of this fight. Um, Trey was not playing no games with that jab, man. He he was having a little bit of trouble getting it going at first, but. Once he pretty much started finding his distance, that was pretty much the story of the fight as far as it was as far as he and Quinlan were concerned. Quinlan was still able to get in there, you know, and make it like, you know, kind of make it a fight. But once he started getting those hands off, man, I mean, the numbers speak for it on them, you know, the numbers speak for it for themselves. So I thought Trey had a great performance. I thought it was a pretty impressive performance considering everything. So that was that's you know, I don't have anything really to say on it. That's kind of the long and short. TJ? Yeah, no, I have some shit to say. First of all, 6'5", <laughs> 170. That's not <laughs> fucking fair, dude. I'm 6'3". I stay around like 230. You know how if I cut to like below, if I cut to 200, I'm pretty sure I would die. And you're telling me this dude is 6'5", and cuts to below 200 pounds? That's not fucking fair. That's neither here nor there. That's just how I feel. Anyway, um, I mean, congratulations, Trey. <laughs> sounds so bitter. Congratulations, like fucking tired. Right. <laughs> but like, I'm so uh, happy for you. Right, right. Like, um, no. But I thought it was a master class on learning how to fight at range, like using the full distance, full extent. Like, if you got those long ass, lanky limbs, and to be fair, like he doesn't seem very like muscle heavy. But I'd imagine with like just those giant fucking levers, he beams you from a distance. Like that's just gotta sting. That's just gotta hurt. Um, his side to side footwork was crazy. He was constantly baiting Quinlan to throw the left hook so he could slip it and come back with a counter, which was crazy. And Dominic Cruz noted that as well. Um, it was just like low key kind of a masterclass. And what's insane too, it's like this was him avenging. His first foray into the UFC where, like you pointed out, Bryce, he did go through the contender series. He didn't get the desired result. And then what's crazier, like, first of all, uh, he wasn't the original opponent. So you can almost make the excuse for Quinlan that, all right, maybe he was training for a different fighter in Andre Lusa. Uh, hopefully I didn't uh, mispronounce the first name. Probably did. I apologize. Uh, but uh, two weeks ago, he won the welterweight belt out of LFA. And then he gets the call. They're like, hey ready and he's like yeah <laughs> you know and he shows up gives a masterful performance like if you look at the two of them post fight you would think they want you would, you would think one person didn't fight right like in that their faces look completely dissimilar right 
Uh, yeah. Quinlan was starting to accumulate that damage, and uh, Trey the Truth looked hella fresh, in all honesty. Um, so congrats to him for being able to avenge and kind of, you know, do his second foray into the UFC the right way, if you will. And Quinlan, it's just what sometimes matchups be like that, bro. Um, I'm pretty sure he can bounce back, and I'm pretty sure he can find a way. Because if Ronaldo versus Rude Boy Brown was any indicator, there is a way for you to close that gap on taller folks. Once you find it, you just got to keep pressing on that gas. Um, but yeah, it was a good opener for sure. Well, uh, we had a good opener. We had a good follow-up fight. Yeah. Um, we had Marcos uh, Rogerio de Lima versus Waldo Cortez Acosta. Um, We've been seeing a, a little bit of uh, Rogelio Ladima. Uh, we are pretty sure we've covered one or two of his fights at least. Um, but this is our first time seeing him since October. Yeah. Uh, last time out, he went against Andre Arlovsky. And um, this oh, time sure. he was up against uh, Waldo Cortez Acosta. This Who's was a heavyweight fight. We've covered. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, well, yeah, not even basically. Literally. Yeah. Um, it's interesting, like you know, that we've gotten pretty much to that point. You know that we're starting to see more of these guys' careers develop. Um, his last time out, well, we saw him against Chase Sherman. That was also uh on the back end of last year in November, I believe. Uh, so both guys are coming off a win, looking to, you know, looking to uh, you know, add another win, kind of stay kind of streaking. And um, the story of the first two rounds of the fight really were the leg kicks of uh uh dilemma man like within the first 30 seconds dilemma pretty much like hit dilemma yeah Sorry. for real <laughs> that was within like the first 30 seconds he pretty much had kicked acosta's leg off of his body <laughs> like it was turning him around when he was getting kicked in the leg it's making him salsa if you will yeah, he Sorry. was trying to make sure the salsa boy was never gonna dance again. No bullshit. Like he really <laughs> was clapping this man's leg, and you know it was making it where he couldn't really get his boxing going because the story going into this was, uh, at least for uh, Acosta was about his boxing and about his hands and being able to get his jab off, and he started to find it a little bit in that second uh in that second round, um. And he really was starting to let his hands go more excuse me, in that third round. But uh, I don't even really want to say it was too little too late. It was just kind of a lot of the damage had already accumulated. And though he was starting to find some sort of a rhythm, the forward pressure from DeLima was also starting to wear down on him as well. Because you got to remember, he was getting chopped in those legs. Mm -hmm. However, where I do feel like DeLima made a mistake was in the second round. He tried to engage in the race and in, uh, in the wrestling, yeah. which I thought was a bad idea, primarily because you got a guy that's virtually on one leg. Yeah. But also it turned out that uh, Cortez Acosta was pretty good on the ground. So. Delima ended up using a decent amount of energy while he was down there. And it seemed like in that third round, he really was kind of paying the price. Like he really, it really seemed in that third round, like he had suffered for his output. Um, Like he was really kind of uh, struggling going forward. So he was able to pull through in that last round. Um, And ultimately, you know, uh, the decision was in favor to Delima. He got a unanimous decision. 
Uh, I thought it was the right choice. I still thought the fight was entertaining. These were big boys, man. Like they were throwing leather. Neither guy. It was like both guys definitely came to fight. And you know the game plan I for Costa, I believe, um, was definitely to probably use his footwork a little bit more, kind of be a little more in and out. But you know what wasn't his game plan? Checking kicks. Yeah, apparently <laughs> because Delima's game plan was just to apply a lot of pressure and throw leg kicks, obviously to to slow down the movement, and that's exactly what he did. So, you know, obviously he was successful in his game plan, and you know we see the result. Uh, TJ, uh, I was gonna say like for one, I'm actually a salsa boy fan. Um, he's entertaining to watch. Seriously, like if you watch his fights, like he perseveres. He's not gonna let. You know, things like leg kicks stop him, but it's not. This is the third time now where we've seen like leg kicks do pose a problem for this individual. Okay. Um, with that being said, I, good on Delima for sticking to the game plan. Uh, I thought, like you pointed out, Matt, uh, Acosta had his moments, especially in the grappling exchanges, really good at wearing and grinding down Delima by putting on his weight, making him carry him, so on and so forth. Um, but you know, Delima. I mean, he was good on the feet. He was good on the ground. He was good against the fence. So it's what it is. He got that dub. I got nothing else to add. Right? right. You got anything? Um, you know, uh, like y'all said, the the leg kicks are always gonna be the thing that's I feel like that's always been like a, a new deciding factor where people just be like, Man, if I take this motherfucker legs away from him, problem solved. Um and I guess with the with with that division, when the legs kick start coming out, it's like the whole game plan just gets thrown out the window so quickly because you know you, you got a plan to get kicked in the leg. Yeah, everybody got a plan till you get kicked in the damn. It's like, ow, fuck! Right. <laughs> this shit hurts. To be doing this. We're supposed to just be throwing. We're supposed to be throwing bombs at each other, bro. We don't. We don't. We don't use the lower part of the body. We are heavyweights. What are you doing right now? Bro. We have like, you. We have you. <laughs> he should have. He should have known better just by the last name, Rogario <laughs> de Lima. Nah, nah, nah. You must have forgot when Verdun threw the through the uh, uh the I Travis and... Brown. Yeah, yeah. yeah you must have forgot. Yeah, no, it was so out of pocket. He got <laughs> air though. He got he air, did. bro. That he shit did. was aiming from Travis Brown's face, and he was that like, was... he hit him in the face too. He just didn't knock him out, like. Uh, yeah, it, it just yeah the leg kicks and you know what though it it because if you look at the stats you know uh Waldo did get more of the total strikes um it's just you know when you when it looks like an ass whooping too that's always gonna be a part of that too right so yeah, yeah um it was it was good leg kicks I feel like that's been a that's been a deciding factor a lot uh in, in, in this man. year and, and a little bit of the last year Wrestling. leg kicks. Connor got taken out by a leg kick. Everybody was like, leg kicks. <laughs> yeah. Leg kicks. Bro, yeah, we're going to start doing that. We cover that one fight where a dude had – who's that fighter? Uh, we talked about where he basically just couldn't do he, – he threw zero strikes because he just kept going getting mauled by leg kicks. And, like, the, yeah. the dude he was up against, I think he was Polish – and his foot was swollen. That's how many leg kicks he got. His foot was legit, like swollen. Um, oh, no, was it a TKO by leg? Leg kick? No, it it went to decision, but it was like oh. a unanimous decision win. Like he literally, it was one of those things where they should have just implemented some type of tech fall rule, 
Um, was it Jan versus Devalish Vili? Well, let me see. Let me see that card real quick. I promise you. Oh, no. Vitor Petrino. It wasn't Nikita Krylov versus Ryan Spann. No, it wasn't it. But was it on Jones versus Gahan? No, it was definitely a fight night. Sorry, y'all. We, we got to figure this out. Uh, was it Andrade versus Blanchfield? It might have been Andrade versus Blanchfield. Hold on. Yes, it was Marcin Pracnio versus William Knight. William Knight had nothing for the leg kicks. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was just like complete shutdown. Um, but yeah, if y'all don't mind, let me take us into uh, Julian Juicy J. Arosa. He better be walking that out. That is the to, best name. Uh, that is the Mafia. best name. Because if he didn't walk out to 3-6 Mafia, I understand the outcome. Versus <laughs> Fernando El Valiente Padilla. Um, so I'm going to just start with Padilla because this was him making his UFC debut. And he's a very highly touted prospect, right? Um, Dana White even tweeted something like, if you don't know, now you know type, uh, type of situation. Coming out of Chihuahua, Mexico. Mexico, let me see. Yeah, he made his debut in that fight night. Uh, was he on any other U- of the UFC spinoffs, like Contender Series or anything like that? No, he was not. Uh, but he has been pro since 2015. Now, on the other hand, we have Julian Juicy J. Erosa, who, I mean, he like if you look at his last five, he won three or three out of his last five he won, right? Like, he was coming off of an L to Alex Caceres by KOTK, which I believe we covered on the pod. That was, like, a December of last year, right? Um, here's the thing. Okay. You're coming off of L. You're trying to, like, you know, get a dub again. You're trying to get back on your winning ways, right? This was the fight where I alluded to was uh, the controversial stoppage. Okay, if I were to describe this fight, it didn't go past round one. How would I describe it? Mink, mink, mink. That was it. Not not that wasn't the total amount of punches thrown, but that first mink, bro. You thought Erosa died? Like he literally collapsed. Like Padilla got his hands together quick. They were throwing hands, so on and so forth, and he caught Erosa going backwards while he was coming forwards, and he hit him, and he dropped Erosa like it was one of those like had it been anyone else you were you were 100 sure the fight was over like i was even surprised the ref didn't even come in and just stop it right then and there but here's the thing even with Erosa looking like his soul was leaving his body and i'm not joking because if you watch that fight that's really what it looked like he got back up to his feet okay cool padilla hits him again mink and this time he drops again but this time it looks like he bounced back up but at that point i think it was tonioni uh, Chris Tonioni like comes in, stops the fight, and then Arosa clearly like immediately starts protesting it. Here's why I think it's not controversial. Tonioni saw this man's soul leave his body twice in very mm-hmm. short succession. So if you're basing like, all right, should I stop this fight off of what you saw, how his body reacted to that first shot off of Padilla? I think he's completely in the right for saving this man's life, you know, because like that's two strong hits that were enough to literally take you out of this conscious plane in succession, right? So it's like, as a ref, what are you left with to do? 
do you all right he bounced back up so let me see him get hit again like i don't know uh so to me it's like it was controversial but it wasn't right um shout out to padilla for like shit showing people what time it was like on his debut like that's kind of what you want as as a debut right like hey i'm highly touted for a reason it wasn't and it wasn't on some bum rush shit too like it wasn't like uh like 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 how much bum rushes no like they had an exchange Rosa was just like on his back foot and he got caught um it's what it is but that's what i thought what y'all think bryce did you get you caught this one right I caught some of it. I, I caught the knockout. That nigga looked like he caught the Holy Ghost twice. Right? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, was the stoppage controversial? I'm not sure. It wasn't controversial at all, my nigga. Right. Look, you, you got hit. Somebody died twice. You got like, hit on, so clean. You didn't know you got knocked out. <laughs> That's how it looked. You lost it twice, bro. Twice. Shouts out you. You got the spirit, bro. But that bitch left you twice. Nah. <laughs> Your dog no. just was like, I'm gonna go back into my crate. <laughs> the dog it was, and you it went was to a the good, crate. It was a it, it was a, that's what a mink is. It's just like what just happened. That's what right. happened with dude. He's like, Yeah, let's keep going. No, no. You you Sir, was out you've here been twice. Over-served. Twice. <laughs> you've been over served. <laughs> Sorry, you you've I don't know that you know this, but you've you've done enough. <laughs> yeah, it was touch and go for a minute. You died on the operating table. Bruh, he brought you back. You died again. <laughs> yeah, you've had enough, bro. You're good. Nigga, you saw the top of the mountain twice, bro. You ain't supposed to. <laughs> oh, come, come home. Come home. Go home. Come home. Go home. Yeah, <laughs> uh, bro. That's, that's my thoughts, man. What you think? <laughs> man, if I'm being honest, I just was like, at first, I thought it was a bad stoppage, but like you said, like you can only take so many unanswered punches. Right. Well, I was actually really impressed because you know the story coming into this was how long uh, Fernando Padilla had to wait. He's been he, trying to get in he here. Just, he's the, actually the visa, been waiting to have yeah. his UFC debut for two years. He's just yeah. been on ice, yeah, basically this whole time. So to be able to come in and to get on the main card after initially being on the prelim and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, right? That's it. That's perfect scenario and he capitalized on it you're right so that was that was my only thoughts on it i just thought that that was crazy man i i thought that was good for him uh, i thought it was an impressive performance man i mean he beat the brakes off dude man he just they, he made one mistake and that was the last mistake <laughs> mink 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 like no nah, he went in there and got him out of there some people might feel it was controversial just because, like, you know, the guy started trying to shuffle off. But yeah, I thought when he when his knees went out when he got caught that first time, I thought that was when I thought it was a wrap. Jump in there, yeah, I thought it was a wrap. So I thought he did. You know, he did give him. You know, he he showed him some love, man. Yeah, he let my man work a little longer than a lot of other people would have let him work. So right, I just want to know the power he got to bring himself back. Yeah. Willingness, bro. One, hunger. The first one is like, the first one is like, okay, you you got into a you got hit, but you got into a you 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 grappled him to kind of give yourself some time, some energy to, to catch yourself back. Right. That's As your you soul re anchors itself into the uh conscious plane. Right, right, right. right. That that second one when oh, the man. chin is up and you falling, it's like nah. You got back up, but your ass was gone. Nah. Yeah. 
But your ass was gone. <laughs> you was there, but your ass was gone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, with that though, Matt, you want to take us into the next one? All right. Next up, we had Rodolfo Vieira versus Corey Brundage. Mm-hmm. Um, this fight was interesting to me. Uh, and I, I think this plays a, a role into really this fight and the next fight, wrestling, mm-hmm. wrestling, 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 wrestling. Um, Rodolfo Vejeda and both. First of all, both guys were able to wrestle. I will say wrestling and grappling, like it becomes more and more apparent that like guys are just becoming more well-rounded. Um in the UFC just in general, you know what I'm saying? Because I, like there was a, a period of time, like the, the period of specialist pretty much is over with. And it just feels like if you don't have jujitsu, man, anybody can get you. And man, this guy, Rodolfo Vajeda is his nickname is the black belt hunter. Yeah. That's, that's how, you know, legit his jujitsu is. His nickname is the black belt hunter. He's one of the most decorated, like, jiu-jitsu players in the ufc legitimately and also like coming out of brazil just like he he's like he's in that convo with gilbert burns yeah he's like that essentially and then you have Corey brundage who funny enough actually lost his last fight to the guy that was in the fight right after him um yeah he was coming off a tko loss um Man, this this fight, he looked like he... So, initially, Corey Brundage was doing good with the stand-up, right? Um, I felt like he still was not winning all of the exchanges necessarily between he and Rodolfo, but I felt like he was holding a good enough account of himself. But, you know, Rodolfo was just... He wasn't there to strike, man. He was there to get this dude on the ground. He knew why he, why he showed up. Yeah, and uh, eventually he was able to secure. I want to say it was like a single leg, and Corey Brundage jumped down on this uh, jumps on a guillotine. That was a mistake. And in when he jumps on the guillotine, Vieira goes, "You think jujitsu is your ally?" It was like it was it was as <laughs> if he activated the, the. It was like he remembered, forgot yeah. he had jujitsu, and then he, he got, was just he got like super saiyan. He's yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm gonna choke you out this guillotine." He was like, "Guillotine." He's like, "Are you using jujitsu on me? <laughs> Did you just try to jujitsu me?" You and silly, silly man. <laughs> somehow, and I, I'll leave it to TJ to to explain it. This guy somehow went from being in a guillotine to putting the guy that had him in a guillotine in a triangle and choking him out. Yeah, uh, so if you don't mind me cutting in, uh, essentially, uh, Brundage had what would appear to be a decent guillotine. He was locking down one leg, uh, and he was also like um, kind of controlling the posture of Vieta. However, there was one issue. His guillotining arm, the arm that is supposed to be like around the neck over the head, if you looked at it, it did it i mean it also looked a little crucial for vieta not gonna hold you like even like from the outside looking at it, i was like damn that it looks like it could be a problem however his armpit slash lat they weren't really like sucking the head in as they should have so what ended up happening is vieta popped his head out which is like fuck if you've ever i mean technically speaking if you do a guillotine correctly you shouldn't really be expending energy like that however it's a fight bro 
money's online. So what are you probably going to do when you're doing this guillotine? You're probably going to be squeezing and cranking like, I want to pop this nigga's head off. Not like Trey Sean Gord did to that one dude that one time where it's like, hey, did this nigga just ragdoll him while holding his... Not not like, I'm going to make not sure like you that. can't live well. No, not like that. But I mean, like, you're going to be squeezing and cranking on it, right? Just to get that tap. So Vieta pops his head out and he's like, wait a minute. I'm good at jujitsu. What? And cinches a head and arm choke so essentially takes his arm that was originally on the guillotine side kind of wraps around um uh brundage's head and arm and he places his head on the other side of brundage's shoulder so you're kind of using that space creating a noose and letting it tighten there was an issue however right they were too close to the fence so it's like he couldn't really extend himself out to put that pressure on brundage's like head and neck Right. And I should say not head and neck, uh, arm and neck in order to really sink that choke in. So then Vieta does some like wizardry that you would expect from a black belt. He's like, hey, it ain't no problem. Let me act like I'm about to take homies back. But really what I'm trying to do is move us away from the fence so I can choke the shit out of him, which he then does. And it's like there were I feel like even on the first attempt, he was close to getting a tap because it looked like Brundage's hand was like hovering over like. Uh, I might hit that tap button real quick. <laughs> but then he was like, nah, 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 I think I'm good. Oh, he's going to my back. Bet, I'm safe, I'm safe. And then Vito was like, ha ha, psych. And then he's like, fuck. And then he just tapped out. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, he just went off of the fence, readjusted and sunk it in even tighter than it was before. And he just, he got that tap, bro. It was honestly like a beautiful head and arm choke. Uh, triangle. Yeah, man. No, I'm sorry. I know I called it a triangle. That's what I meant. Head no, it is. Choke. It is. It is a triangle. It's in the triangle family. You can call it a head and arm triangle choke for sure. You are not incorrect, no. sir. Sure. Bryce, did you have any thoughts on the fight? Um, I didn't get a chance to catch this one, but from what y'all sound like, it sounds like he uh he he was gonna go for McDonald's. Then he went by that Wendy's. He's like, I always go to that Wendy's. I know the Wendy's gonna have me right. And then he yeah. gets him down. He's like, "Nah, I'm gonna just get the fuck away. Let me just go back." That's what it sounds like. I don't know if that makes sense. It does, it though, which is kind of frustrating. Like it makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> I'm gonna just get the fuck away. Bryce, <laughs> you're really good at painting pictures. All right, <laughs> uh, shall we go into Bohalio versus Oleksychuk? Yeah, let's get it. Okay, so we got Brazilian Steve-O. Bruh, I didn't. When dude, you calling him that, dude. I was like, Steve-O, and then I saw, I was like, damn. Dude, though, he, dude, he looks Steve-O like Steve-O with, with veneers. Um, yeah, child. Okay. Steve-O got some questions. I got some but, questions. <laughs> but here, here's the thing about Caio Bajalio, right? Caio, the natural Bajalio. Um, he's got every piece he needs to be a superstar in this in this thing man he speaks really fucking good english for one he's he's like articulate with it right he's very anti-bullying he's not trying to lift himself up he's trying to lift up the whole crew right um and one of the big things going into this fight is like for one you you know you can't question his gassing he's taking it to the distance i mean all three of his fights leading up to this fourth one he had gone to the uh he had gone to decision but the people he was fighting it's like he wasn't given easy fights right but he was out here eking out these decision wins and people were just constantly saying he can't finish folks he can't finish folks well he came into this fight with a chip on his shoulder i'm not gonna go beyond that i'll, I'll just say that much right 
Then on the other end, we have Michal Pusar Oleksiejczuk fighting out of Poland. And bro, I think Oleksiejczuk must translate to hands from Polish to English because yeah. the hand speed on this dude and the combinations he were he was releasing on Bohali, I was like, God damn. Um, so if I were to get into this fight, man, I'm gonna just say this. It was Southpaw versus Southpaw. Um, Oleksiejczuk clearly had a speed advantage. Bohalio was getting some working as well. Um, but I would I would wager to say, like, for most of that first round, it was the Oleksiejczuk show. Now, Bohalio got a chance to demonstrate some of his grappling abilities and MMA well-roundedness toward the end of that round. But if I were to score it, I would have been like, okay, maybe I'm going to give this to Oleksiejczuk for all the work and activity that was done beforehand. Now... That second round, though, Bohali was like, oh, let me just lean forward a little bit. There's my controller. All right, engage. Fucking gets the, a ridiculous finish via rear naked choke. Like, I, it was a thing of beauty, bro. Like, he did this thing where he took Oleg Sechuk down, and he did this in the first round as well. He took Oleksiejczuk down, and he was already establishing his hooks for back control mid-takedown. It's like some people might go for off-the-fence takedowns, and it looks like they're hitting more of a mat return. But mm-hmm. instead of him pushing his opponent forward, he kind of pulls them back and sucks them into it in a way that most people don't necessarily expect, right? And from there, he's establishing his back control. And before you know it, he's sinking in a pretty nasty rear naked choke. Like, the tap was going to happen. It was like Thanos in that it was inevitable. Um, really good job on Kyle Bahalio. You can tell he had that chip on his shoulder because immediately he just looks at the camera. He's like, what? Put some respect on my fucking name. I finish people. I finish them. I was like, bro, I'm on your side. I don't know why you're screaming at me. He's like, Tom, Joe. I'm like, wait, hold on. How'd you get my fucking <laughs> government name? <laughs> the whole broadcast. What's going on here? I was like, yo. No, I'm kidding. But no, nah, it, was, it was a good fight. I'm really happy for him. Like I said, it, it looks like it looks like I don't know if the machine is behind him as much because you know if you're not if you're not white sometimes and the white ain't really would you like that right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like he's got he the makings changed. of a star. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I feel like he's got the makings of a star. I'm gonna pass the mic over. Uh, Matt, what'd you think? Oh no, you got it. You covered that shit perfectly, bro. Bro, he he came to make a statement, and the statement was made. Mm. Um. Also, Bahalio's one of them dudes that just like. I don't want to run into this guy. <laughs> like, it seems like he would be oh, nice in yeah. person, though. Low key, his, like his, I don't want to fight him. What'd you say? I said he seems like he would be nice in person. Yeah, like, nice guy, nice guy for sure. Definitely be like, off side. the aesthetic. I'm right. cool on dude. Right. Like if he buys me a drink, I'm not drinking it. <laughs> Damn. But nah, I'm dead ass. Man, I, I brought my water from home. <laughs> like, it's like he, no, I he, hear you. He's the one with the Jeffries. He's the one with the Jeffrey. Yeah, no, but again, jujitsu, man. Yeah. Jujitsu. That's all I, that's literally my thoughts on it. I'll pass it to you, Coachman. Uh, yeah, from what I've seen, he, 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 he looked natural in the cage. He looked comfortable. Um, and yeah, he, he, he got the win in an impressive way. Uh, he called out Brunson, I believe. That would be an interesting fight. Uh, it sounds like he's really trying to get himself in the top 10. Uh, shit. Good, good luck with that. That'd be an interesting fight to me personally. 
Uh, it looks like uh, Bayo's really good on the with the good with the jujitsu. Brunson's good with the wrestling. Um, yeah, um, I'm 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 curious to see what's uh, what's what's next for him. Um, but yeah, ultimately it was just it was it was a good it was a fun fight. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it looks like we're we're going to the uh, to the main event. Right? Go ahead, Bryce. The bantamweight Song Yadong versus Ricky Simone. Um. Just off the rip, uh, uh, from from what uh, the, the the commentary team was was talking about, um, it looked like this fight was going to come down to Simone getting his grappling in to to take down Song Young Dong, or Song Young Dong just finishing Simone via strikes. Um, the the first round was uh pretty pretty equal, though I would say we you definitely see the songs uh stand up is is better than Simone's. Um, I don't think Simone went for a takedown. If he did, I don't think it got through. Um, what 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 really came down to was uh like, like that second round. I think that's when Song got the first uh knockdown, and that's when Simone started to get Song with the takedowns. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it was it was a pretty good. It was pretty even. But man, sometimes when Simone would go for Song with the strikes, it just either looked like he was hitting air. Or like he would throw a kick and it would just it would just be it would just look foolish. <laughs> um, the the third round, um, it looked like I would give the third round to Simone. I want to say the first round is when he uh, he got Song down the first time. In the third round is when he really got Song. I want to say in the middle of the cage and he just started trying to rain down fucking bombs on him. But Song, he's just he's swinging them back. It looked hilarious to me actually. The strength um, differential between the two was crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was. Oh my god! I don't know if it was a third round or fourth round, but did you see when Simone tried to? I don't know if it was a knee or a kick, but Song caught the shit, then flipped him in the air. Did yeah, you see? yeah. I was like, bro, you need to stop. That's some cartoon. That's some Looney that was Tune the fourth shit. Round. That's some Looney Tune shit. That was the I'm gonna hold round. you. Yeah, because yeah. he was starting to get Song was starting to take the momentum back. Yeah, he was yeah. leaning in his controller, man. Yeah, it to me personally, it looked like Simone was kind of not dazed, but I think the I think the I confused. Think the oh, sorry, what? Now you said not dazed, and I said confused. <laughs> <laughs> like he was he was worn down from this point because the the takedowns weren't working anymore, and that's when Song was really starting to drop him. I think he got yeah, Song dropped him in the fourth. Uh, I don't remember anything. Uh, significant from Simone from the fourth round at all. Hey, Honestly, don't push past that, bro. Like, the, talk about that buzzer beater on the fucking fourth round, like more. Oh, 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 no! I when 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 Young when when Young put song? Down, Young, <laughs> Young bro. when Young Song put down Young uh, Song in this bitch. Yeah, Young Song in this motherfucker. That's the way he was punching his ass when he took when he knocked Simone to the ground. And just pummeled him and start hitting. Him. I was like, "Stop, stop!" I felt like his somebody called his mom. Uh, uh-uh. uh, he didn't even somebody, do nothing. He didn't do nothing, bro. He didn't even deserve that. You taking that bruh. too far? I said, "Bro, it was bad. It was fucking bad." I was it surprised was they they let it go to the fifth round. I know, bro was in the back, mad as hell. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's you know what was bad about them knockdowns? I know Julian Arosa was pissed like bro. 
That's all they're gonna do, me, Bruh, it's it's the fact that when he got caught, his legs just left him, and he's just like on his ass. He was gone. Oh "Oh, shit! How'd I get here? Yeah, nah, song, song, put your ass down with a quick little. It was always hooks, wasn't it? Too yeah, with the fucking instances. Yep. Oh my goodness, it was it was it was nasty. It was beautiful, and it was just dominant. Um, I, I honestly, I gave the first round, the first, the third, and the fourth the song just off of the the knockdowns, and then the fifth, he just he just put a bow on it. So, mm. uh, yeah, good on song. Uh, I can't, can't remember who he who he called out. Uh, I think he called I, out uh, O'Malley, and then uh, or, uh, Cheeto. He wanted to run. Yeah, it yes, yeah. you're uh, correct. Yeah, uh, I think I think that would be a good fight between him and Cheeto. Um, definitely. Uh, Song looks like he's the type to 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 run you down, and Cheeto needs to kind of get into the momentum of of trying to end it. Uh, trying to get into it really quickly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, those are my thoughts. Uh, I'm a I'm a pass it over to Matt. What you think, sir? Uh, I'm a fan of Song and Dong, man, and he really got in there and got busy. You know. He was fighting in there like he was fighting for his job, and obviously he wasn't. He didn't he, need to. Yeah, he was in there fighting for <laughs> another fight, fighting for a bigger opportunity or something. I don't know, but he but, definitely was out there like acting like his job was on the line. Bro was going hard. Like after that first round, once the download phase was done, <laughs> once the download phase was over, like it was like good Ricky C I also think Ricky C I think both of these motherfuckers must be super strong because even the way like in the second round uh song kind of had him in like almost like a guillotine and he like simultaneously muscled his neck out of there and muscled him down <laughs> to the floor at the same time like, right get off me but get down like <laughs> oh, what the like, fuck like hey. yeah yeah I don't know man it, it, it I think Song put on a good enough performance that he definitely, you know, give him one of them two names. I think he deserves one of those two names that he just asked for. You know, shit, especially, I think he really got a, a higher chance of being able to get the um, the Cheeto fight considering Cheeto's last performance. Right. You know, and that's not me shitting on Cheeto, but shit, this he was critical of himself. Yeah. So, you know, but that's my thoughts on it. What, how you feel about it, TJ? First of all, Like, we got to talk about this. And it's just making me think, like, what did Simone do to make this nigga this mad? (laughs) Two instances of headbutts. The first one was like, all right, not even a warning. It's just what it is, mate. And then the second one, it was like flagrant. Like, hey, this nigga just dropped his chin and advanced with his headboard like a fucking bullshit in red. Then, Can we talk then, about the nastiest match shot I've then, seen? My in nigga, a while. I was just, we wavelength, right? Mm. What was that? Like it okay, I'll give you a kick, right? I'll give you a kick because sometimes it's just what it is. Accuracy, your opponent moved a certain way. It happens. I'll give you a knee, even especially on the fence. We even saw that in previous fights on that same card. Accidental groin strike via knees. But this dude, like, come on, bro. Like, no one really called him on it, but I'm like, that was blatant. Like, the, it was point, it was, like, dead to rights. Like, I'm going to end your bloodline, bro. Mm-hmm. Whatever timeline you have in the future where kids are, they just got faded. Like, Thanos snapped his I hope face. you got kids already. Shot, bro. Like, yeah, I hope you got kids already because it ain't happening after this one, Playboy. That was flagrant. Like, 
Like, what did he do to make song this mad, bro? Like, I I never seen this. Like, oh, it's just straight up, bow, shovel hook to the groin. Like, who does yeah, that? Yeah, fuck you. Right? Like, why? Like, bro, don't attack my legacy. What is this? We can talk. You want some of my purse? Like, like we don't have to uh, resort to this. Like, nah, they thought we was going to Coming after my off. bloodline, bro. Like, like, uh, but overall, it's just, I think is once Song got past the download phase, you can even see it in his eyes. Like, he was low-key hitting, at, like, seeing everything. I want to say Simone... His uh his one one two his double jabs to the cross he was finding success but part of me is wondering how much of that was song allowing him to hit him with because there was a point too where it just seemed like song didn't even really respect his striking right yeah. um and there's here's the thing though you know Simone's got power those few times he hit air the man was swinging so hard the air was, was like ah himself. shit yeah the air got out the way. <laughs> And he swung himself in play, like he spun himself around off of the strength of his hits. So I'm just like, for one, that means song hits harder. For two, oh my god, bro, you we were talking about in the manga episode. Uh, what if uh Naudumi hit uh uh the next kaiju with like a disrespectful Gojo versus Miguel? I'm pretty sure Song pulled off that Gojo versus Miguel combo in this fight. Man, like when he did body shot, body shot, body shot head, like come on, dog, and then and then here's the thing round four i was surprised that it went past that into round five and then round five when he hits him with the exact same hook he falls the exact same way it's just like bro and he's like trying to fight for his life like it's just literally it was looking like some horror shit where it's like oh man they got shot oh shit they're running away they got shot again oh there they come with the axe it's it was like that um, like even when it was played in real time in your head, you slowed it down. Like this isn't ending well. Um, yeah, strong ass performance. here. <laughs> strong ass performance for song. Somebody get his baby. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing else. Y'all niggas is fools, man. Somebody cut this off. Y'all remember Jim Ross for wrestling? That's how it felt. Uh, he was cursing out Triple H and Vince McMahon. Yeah. Son, no, of, son a of a bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> how yeah. Bad. How bad that was. <laughs> it was pretty bad. How bad that was. I'm sorry. Uh, after, after a motherfucker tries to knee you in the face, you, you in the air, if somebody just moves their arm a little bit, and now you on your you on your hands and feet, ass up, <laughs> like, looking at him like, nah, bro, you dealing with a different kind of monster. You dealing with a different kind of dude. Song is strong as hell, bro. He Simone is, is strong, but song is strong as hell, bro. Yeah, hell, nah. He said, "Get that shit out of here. Stop it." Yeah, some people be strong. Some people strong as hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, oh, shit! Shit was wild. Any final thoughts on the night? What was y'all favorite fight of the night? Um, I think Bohalio versus uh, uh Alexei Chuck for me. Okay, I'm gonna go song or something. I'm gonna say that. 
I'm gonna go uh Fernando Padilla. Yeah, he did make a statement. That's a great way to fucking start your debut, especially after being on ice like that. Yeah, my my nigga delivered a six piece. Mm. You had the six piece with the drink. That was with the, you with the extra minks. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, that's what it was. The nigga got the itis. Mm. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the nigga got the itis. He said, "I got I got some more about. I can fix more. No, I can't. No, no I wait. I can't. I, no, I can't." <laughs> Um, next up, what we got next week, we have dun, dun, dun. UFC, two, UFC 288, Aljamain Sterling versus Henry Cejudo for the Bantamweight title. Co-main event, Bilal Muhammad and Gilbert Burns, two-week notice, by the way. Also, we got Jessica Andrade versus Yan Xiaonan. Um, that's going to be crazy. Yeah, got, it is. Uh, Holy shit. Oh, and Voliev is back versus Thug yes. Nasty? Yes, we got oh, Mazda. Oh, Doug is on his card? Yeah. Yep. Eva Cro- Lev versus Crone Bryce Mitchell. versus Jordan. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. Let's go. This card is stacked. Dober is on the top of the uh, uh, prelims, too. Come on. Oh, shit. We... Oh, hold on. Prelims are cooking, bro. Yes. Wow, we got Dober versus Frivola and Zichuku versus Devin Clark, Clark uh, yep. a.k.a. Devin, the thighs the limit, Clark. Uh... Thighs the limit. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, Chaos Williams versus Rolando Bedoya, um, Marina mm-hmm. Ver- Rodriguez versus uh, Verna Jandaroba. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. No, this whole the- thing is that. Yeah, this is gonna be some violence. There will be some violence, y'all. It's, it's big. T- it's stacked. Big violence. And big violence. And on the boxing tip, I will be covering uh, Canelo Alvarez against John Ryder for the super middleweight titles. Uh, WBA, WBC, IBF, WBO, and Ring. So that's what we will be covering next week. With that said, you can follow us all on social media. You can follow me at Matt Hambrick. That's M A T T H A M B R I C. TJ. You can find me on Instagram at Tusk4Skate. That's T U S S number four underscore S K A T E. Bryce. You can find me at Ashe underscore onsa. That's A X E underscore O N C A. And where can they listen to the podcast? We can find all of us at Now Mind You Podcast, wherever you'd like to get your podcast. We are on all of your favorite podcasts and platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Where else are we at, TJ? Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, uh, mm-hmm. Stitcher, mm-hmm. Uh, SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. You never there, but we hope that you are there so you could listen to the podcast. We're also on all social media platforms as well at Now Mind You Podcast. You guys want to hit us up? You guys want to talk about, I don't know, you guys want to talk about some of the fights? You want to talk about anime, manga? If you're into that, we cover those things as well. Hit us up. And with that said, we will see you guys next week. Peace out. Peace. Peace.